And I did not follow her. She is not for me. I didn't like her content. It was very like shamey. Like, oh, if you're, I'm a holier than thou. I'm a mom too. And look at me. I'm a hot mom. Like that kind of thing. Got it. Like it was all these young girls who were trying to set this like beauty standard for moms with babies. Right. But like you're fucking 23. Right. And wealthy. So. I'm a mess. I do my makeup in the car. Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit, I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice cause I make you think I'm not You say you know me Make you look easy Looks can be deceiving, could let you see the real me We're back. <laughs> Feels like a really long time since we've heard ourselves in the microphone and since we've done an episode. Yeah. It feels like a really long time. When we do an episode every week, I feel like I'm here every other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we take yeah. a week off and I feel like we haven't talked in a month. I know. It really does feel like that. So weird. It is really weird. But you know what? Summer just started for... Most people, I feel like. And it just gets crazy. Like summer, I live for summer, you know, there's all the fun activities. And we know. Parties <laughs> and the pool and the beach and sunshine. Oh my gosh. I am a lizard, but. I like all of the things that summer offers outside of the heat. Mm, but you can't do that stuff if it's cold. It's got to be I 85 don't want cold. and hot, baby. Eight, I can handle 85, but when is it 85 here? And with no humidity. The past couple of days, it was like no. The it has been really nice here. Beautiful. Yeah. We've had really good weather. And I was telling Spencer yesterday, we went to two birthday parties, and Fisher's at the age now where he's about to be four. And all of a sudden, this year, we've gotten invited to so many birthday parties, but it's like legitimate interactions with kids. Whereas, like when you have a baby, people invite you because you have a kid, so you're like in the kid club now, right? But now it's like he has friends, and he's going to birthday parties, and Yesterday, it's so cool because we went to um, Elizabeth, so House Off 96, and I was able to, like, stand inside with the moms and, like, talk, and Fisher was outside with my niece playing with the other kids. I was like, this is really cool. I'm just saying I don't have human children, (laughs) but I do have a dog, and he loves kids. Yes. So I'll bring him to the birthday parties. Right. I mean, it, you he should. Might, he might clothesline all of them. But <laughs> he'll come and they'll all have a good time. Yes. It's just so crazy to me. Like, we have several birthday parties next weekend. We're going to be at the beach. But I'm like, dang, we're missing out on birthday parties. But we are we are living our best life right now. You know you're going to enjoy it, like, the first season. Mm-hmm. And after this, you're going to be like, God damn, another, no, another birthday party. Uh-uh. I, I love that though, but I only have one kid. So I only go through it with my one child. Yeah. I think if I had multiple kids, absolutely. You're right. Like, I think if I had to like get him here and her there and him there and this, like that would be a lot. That's the same thing with sports. Yeah. I, I cannot Activities. wait for baseball Saturdays, but I also am not carting around other kids to sports. Cause then I feel like that would be very mundane and overwhelming. But I have one. So if I say no, yeah. then we have a, a like a free Saturday. You know, I'm not having a fight with another kid. But I love I love throwing a party. I love going to a party. And let me tell you, then people get wild at Elizabeth's now. They were doing Patron shots and like That's adult my kind of adult party. Yes, girl. It was fun. I mean, yeah, her party was lit. I mean, the adults need to have fun too. 
You Absolutely, know? yeah. But she lives an hour from me, and I was like, girl, I can't, I can't party like that, like y'all, because I don't live in your neighborhood. Like, I don't live over here, and I have to drive home a whole hour away. Yeah. But I really wanted to Uber there, but, you know, with a car seat. Can you imagine <laughs> getting an Uber? Excuse me, just let me, <laughs> give me 10 minutes to set this up. I got up. a little baggage, you know. <laughs> I got to I gotta get the baggage here. But That's actually a great point. I never thought Uber about moms. They should do Uber moms and have Ubers for just moms with car seats. They got boosters, they got car did I just think of something? I mean, it sounds like it. We can call it well, like, movers. Think about, like the moms in the city that don't like yeah. imagine toting a baby around. Right. Hell now they do no. have taxis with um, car seats in them, but can you imagine? Are you trusting them? those? No, that's what I was going to say. Can uh-uh. you imagine your boogery snotty kids touching? Absolutely not. I'm going <laughs> to gag. Oh no, it's gross. Don't even. There was a there was oatmeal dried to my table in the kitchen the other day, and my niece has been with us, and she's like, "Um, there's a booger on the table." I said, "That is not a booger. My kid doesn't pick his nose. <laughs> my kid's perfect. No, he's not perfect, but luckily, he's really never been a booger kid. Thank I am, God. I can honestly say I've never Mm-mm. seen Fisher. Pick he a booger. does not. Now there used to be a booger farm on our doorway in my brother's room, and I'm like. Chris and he's like I don't do that you do that I'm like no I don't he's like you do it so you don't look guilty I'm like no I don't pick my boogers and wipe them on your wall like no booger farms from this girl I've never heard the term booger farm and it's <laughs> never made me want to vomit more <laughs> that's so disgusting welcome. welcome to swiping up uh after a while we're talking about booger farms we love to talk about <laughs> poop and boogers great well if you're still listening thank you and welcome back to the show we're very excited to be here we are there's been like we were talking before that i feel like there's all this like pop culture stuff that's happened Mm -hmm. since the last time we were literally we're talking like we haven't recorded in two months weeks right right we literally skipped one week yeah um so let's not be dramatic no 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 no. in pop culture you miss a lot in one day it does but that's also why it's a challenge like when we have one episode a week because by the time that we add something to notes on like tuesday afternoon no one's going to care about it on monday when we record yeah and it's a real bummer a real bummer like I had put up a story box on swiping up stories because I was like oh what a f- cool episode it would be to have like a lawyer who follows us yeah who's in following the Amber Johnny, Johnny uh-huh. case to come on the show and give us like an actual like legal analysis like right what a from- legitimate one not like all the court court the court the couch court rumors <laughs> exactly couch juries is that what they're called yeah and then which I was one obviously like that the case ended the verdicts come back like everything just happened moves yeah. so fast but you don't even hear about it anymore oh no like the memes it's and the done. TikTok circulated in like 48 hours God, and then they now it's like too. they were so good <laughs> so good but by the time I get out of like bed and want to do a, a TikTok to it it's like that's not even trending that's old news I know bye actually last night when I was doing my my pre-sleep TikTok cruising mm-hmm. I did uh because I am still on like that trend of TikTok. Oh, you it's are. still all over. Okay. But there was a juror who was on and he wouldn't show his face. Okay. And um, who it was a news outlet that was sharing his video. Like mm-hmm. he sent the video to them, but he was off camera. And so they posted it to TikTok. And he was saying, like, I just want to give you a little perspective from like the juror's side. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that. He avoided, he didn't really know, follow pop culture. He knew who Johnny Depp was. He knew who Amber Heard was, but like, that's it. He really knew them by name, like was not yeah, 
an, a, a fan of their art, so to speak. Right. And so he said he felt like he could really be unbiased in the case. Mm-hmm. And he said whenever she first took the stand, the eye contact was so intense and he was like, it got to a point where I wouldn't even look at her when she was speaking because she, it was uh, like. She was making eye contact with the jury people? Yes. Did you not jurors? see any of the clips? I don't think so. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys can't see this on video, but when, so she's sitting facing the courtroom, right? So uh-huh. the jury is off to her right. Yeah. Every time she would answer a question, her whole like head and body would turn and face the jury mm-hmm. and like. I understand doing that to an extent, yeah. but it was intense. And so everybody's been talking about that, about how weird it was. Yeah. It was such a performance. It was such yeah. a performance. And that's what he was saying. He was like, it was just so over the top intentional. It felt like she was staring a hole through me. And so mm-hmm. I just, he was like, I was physically really uncomfortable really being in the room with her even because it yeah. was so intense. And he was like, you could tell. He was like, we knew she was lying. He was like, and then they caught her in lies. And he was like, mm-hmm. it was, she was not believable in any way, shape or form. And then and did like, did she her, do the bump of cocaine? Was that like a real, did she really for real do that? I mean, I don't think anybody will ever know, but it does not look that good. kept popping up. That's the only thing that I really saw on like the TikTok thing. That was like early on too. I think that yes. was the first time she took the stand. And I was telling a client about it last week and she's like, what? I was like, yeah. So I like Googled it and that every single video was like her doing it. But what would that have been? Like she was literally oh, no. off her rocker the whole thing. She's a wackadoo. Right. <laughs> and like, uh, listen, we got to believe women a hundred percent until they continuously lie when you catch them in lies, right. the word is no longer valid. That's anybody. Right. It doesn't matter. It's a, that's a child, a man, a woman, your grandma, your mama, your cousin, your cousin's cousin. Like if you <laughs> lie and you get caught in that said lie, you're not trusted anymore over and over. And so her lawyer has been doing this like press tour mm-hmm. after and it's absolutely cringeworthy. Well, the interviews sure. that she's giving she there is no accountability there's no like oh here's where I made a mistake as her attorney like nothing this woman Elaine is a laughing joke after mm. this trial and she just no. like can't she is the best lawyer on the face of the planet in her eyes like she oh. did everything she could have done it was like crazy it's did so you bad see where people were googling amber heard's net worth and it was already negative it said negative six I million saw, that. that made me laugh well look it says right now on celebrity net worth negative six million <laughs> so supposedly elaine said in an interview that she owed them six million in legal fees and then and they uh, somebody asked, like, does Amber Heard have the money to pay all of this? And she was like, oh, no, definitely not. <sighs> I'm like, oh, OK. I'm like, bitch, why are you telling everybody what she owes in legal fees? Right. Right. And I mean, oh, she's you know, what though, she's going to make a lot of money on interviews, on speaking out. She's probably going to write a book, even though she probably didn't learn a lesson last time. She's going to make money out of this. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if she's going to be making 15 million or 20 Maybe. some billion. Like, Maybe. I mean, I'm sure somebody will. The make first her interview an offer, is going to but... make, is going to give her. Can you imagine the first person that gets her to talk after that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how many acting jobs she's going to get, though. 
Like, I think in the court of public opinion, which the fact that Johnny was able to win a defamation suit is mm. so crazy in the yeah. first place because they're so difficult to win. But that just goes to show how bad her lies were and how yeah. unbelievable she was as a witness. But right. Um, or her stories, whatever. But the fact that, I mean, he went in there to win in the court of public opinion and he did that. Yeah. Like he did that. Yes. Nobody doubted him. And she lost. Right. Nobody doubted (laughs) him. Even like so early into it. It was so easy to see though, like her wackadoo ways and her lies and all of that. And he was hilarious. Like. Oh, on top totally. of charismatic and yes. persuasive. And oh my God. The unfortunate thing is I'm sure there was abuse on both ends. 100%. The relationship was certainly toxic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that is why she's still technically one, one of her yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the words. Right. They technically both won. Right. He just won a lot more. Right. But like, it sucks because she was just so bad and so unlikable and so unbelievable that like nobody gives a shit Mm -mm. that she did suffer something, you know, on on her end. But anyways, so there was that whole fiasco. Yeah. Then there was all the, uh, Mormon mom talk, Mormon talk, I think is what they call it. Of course. Drama, whatever. Uh And that shit is crazy. It's so weird to me. We were talking about it yesterday at Elizabeth's house, and I'm like, I haven't been following it that closely, but just what I've seen. So do you know the gist? Yeah, it was like they were all, like, swinging, and they thought that was normal, right? Okay, so this, and she has, this girl. um, They're, like, 23, right? They're very young. I think they're all under, I don't know if they're that young, but they're definitely all under, like, 26, 27. They're in their early, early to mid-20s. Okay. So. Um, Taylor Frankie Paul mm-hmm. is kind of the she's like the ringleader of sorts right. and she's the one that used to always pop up on my feed and I did not follow her she is not for me I didn't like her content it was very like shamey like oh if you're like I'm holier a mo- than thou I'm a mom too and look at me I'm a hot mom like that kind of thing got it like it was all these young girls who were trying to set this like beauty standard for moms with babies right but like you're fucking 23 right. and wealthy. So of course you're going to snap. Not everybody is minute. right. Not yeah. everybody is going to be able to walk around in crop tops and have hair down to their fucking ass cheeks. Right. And look like the hot mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the content was not for me, but she always popped up on my for you page. So I knew who she was. Okay. So they're married all these different girls and they all live in Utah in the same community. They're all friends, blah, blah, blah. So apparently Taylor, and this is all alleged because I don't know all the details. Obviously, I don't know what is, if anything, you can actually confirm. But allegedly Taylor had sex with another woman with one of her friend's husbands. Right. So as a way to get like ahead of, the the bad PR because she started posting well she started let me back up she started posting a while ago about how they were swingers and everybody was like wait are you swingers and she'd be like just kidding it was Mm. like she was testing the water to like see see what the reaction would be if she like put it out there but it was it was very bizarre because I was like wait 
are they swingers? And then I'm like scrolling through comments and I can't really find anything to confirm. And everybody else is also confused in the comments and she wouldn't confirm anything, but then Mm -hmm. she would keep posting these things. Then she said that they live, they sleep in separate bedrooms. So she did a bedroom tour on one of her TikToks. Okay. And then she was talking about how she was getting divorced. Okay. Right. Okay. So then the news comes out that, um, Oh, well, she's getting divorced because she cheated. Mm-hmm. So she does a live on TikTok and out basically outs all of her friends right. and is like, oh, yeah, well, we're all soft swingers. Right. Which means that they can do everything but sex and their spouse has to be in the same room. Oh. And so she said none of the guys ever hooked up, but the girls would hook up and then the girls would get with other husbands. Okay. Right. Okay. But- the spouse had to be in the room and it couldn't, there couldn't be any like penetration. penetration. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So naturally, wouldn't you flip the fuck out if your f- yeah. friend outs you as a swinger? I mean, regardless of whether or not it's true. It's a soft swinger, Spencer. I'm sorry. A soft swinger. Like that's my <laughs> business. <laughs> right. Keep my business out your mouth. Well, it doesn't sound like they're keeping each other's business out of their mouths. Uh, definitely not. Actually, so quite literally. So then her story was, and I really think that she thought this was going to make her look good by coming out and being like forthcoming and honest and owning her. her mis- I think we call that a uh, snitch. Right. <laughs> because her whole thing is she wanted to like own her mistake. So oh. she said that she and a husband crossed a line. Basically, they had been texting privately, which is also like that's not part of the no no swinging deal. Okay, right. And they snuck off at a swinging party. They snuck off into another room to have sex, Mm -hmm. and that's what crossed the line. That's what crossed the line. Okay, that they actually went all the way and they did it in a separate room where the spouses weren't. Right. Okay. This is so wild. Yeah. Yeah. So. Bizarre. Anyway, so naturally then there's speculation based on who's following who and who's not following who, like which husbands it, uh, like which friend and husband it was. And then they were like, no, it wasn't us. And then other friends in the group came out and said, we don't do that. Oh, oh it's okay. So it's just a nightmare. It's just a mess right now. It's a mess anyways. But it's, if you're looking for a rabbit hole, it's that's re- the one Reddit has receipts though. Oh, Reddit's where it's at. If you want the details. So if you want, go to Reddit, if you want more, yeah, go to Reddit and search for Taylor Frankie Paul. Oh boy. Really unfortunate because the internet lives forever. So now this is attached to her name forever. And they're so young. They have a long, you should have done this (laughs) when you were 40 sis, because you wouldn't have that much longer to go, but you really much closer to death. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other like big drama has there been? The Chrisleys uh, that we talked about before the show, but we don't really know all the details yeah, on that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about But if y'all that. have details on the Chrisleys, I used to love that show. Me and my dad would watch it. So if you could slide into our DMs, give us the rundown Here's real quick. Here's the thing. And supposedly the tea is real hot on it. Okay. I just don't have it. I, I don't want, have the tea kettle. No, I want someone to slide into our DMs and tell us. Tell us all. You know if anybody's knows. been yeah. following it real close, tell us. Yeah. But I did read that. So basically, they're, I guess, in some sort of lawsuit, fraud, they're being charged with fraud, maybe. They've been... Hasn't that old... Isn't that old news? 
Hasn't Todd I feel like it's been, been in, going on forever. Right. Like or this is, maybe it's just repeated. Or new or yeah, another whatever. Okay. But his I guess it, maybe it's kind of stirred back up because his business partner, his former business partner, um, came out and said that they had a long term sexual romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Male business partner. Mm-hmm. So um that came out and then his oldest daughter, why can't I think Lindsay? of her name? Lindsay. She took the stand last week. Uh-huh. She's a, been estranged for a minute from them, right? Like she was. Right. But oh. she went on as a character witness for them. Oh. And was called out on it by like when she was cross-examined, they were like, okay, well, we like basically called her out on her shit because she's like gets up and stage and it's like, my dad's so great, blah, blah, blah. Right. We watched your show, Keeping Up with the Chrisleys or whatever it was. <laughs> What was it? Chrisley knows best. Yeah. Well, Chrisley did not actually know best. And we watched it and you were never on it, Lens, Like barely ever. But apparently she was so um, condescending and snotty on the stand that the judge told her that she needed to cut it out. She wasn't doing herself any favors. (laughs) I'm like, yo, it's bad when you're getting scolded by the judge. Right. Oh, okay. Well, so we I'm, want I'm some, very curious if anybody knows any like. Yes. If y'all have the tea the on, on that, that, y'all got to give it to us because I I'm, I'm, do want to read on that. Or maybe I could go to probably Reddit and find it. But you probably can. You know, and when in doubt, just head on over to Reddit. Um, yeah. But that's crazy. Speaking of crazy stuff. Um, it's not a show if I don't say speaking of. So it was perfect little segue. <laughs> we asked a probing question on stories we've talked about this it was the first season it wasn't like episode three or something it was it was early so on so early we had the money conversation first few first and couple months for sure yeah it was really early into it but we asked last night because we get people asking us just in general and full disclaimer we're not expecting anybody to be like hey i make you know two hundred and sixty two thousand dollars a year doing blah blah, blah. no but the whole point of doing this and the whole point of other people wanting to know is you can you can go to school as a dental hygienist and you know when you come out of school you're going to make this range of money. Well, there's a salary expectation. That's and right. You can go to Glassdoor and mm-hmm. look at different occupations in different areas of the country and know, okay, approximately mm-hmm. this is what this career starts out as. Right. This After X number of years, I could have the potential yeah. to make this. You have that's that with normal. every every single career. Right. And that is totally normal. And people are like, well, you don't ask your friends. No, but that's because being an influencer and a blogger is such a new type of thing that there's really no, there's nothing been laid out before. And we, we said that this was going to happen three years ago. Yeah. We were like, at some point it was going to happen and people were going to start to be like, well, you're making this and I'm making that. Why are we not on the same page? And that being said, it's going to be very different because it depends on how much you work, how many ads you do, what your content is. There's a lot totally. of factors that but go like, into it. Take your career, for example, mm-hmm. as a hairstylist. Right. You could look at another hairstylist, look at their rates, look at how much they work, mm-hmm. and you could have a ballpark idea right. of what kind of income they're making. Yeah. That is very different than the world of influencing or blogging, mm-hmm. you could say, okay, I know this person is working X number of hours and they're working with a lot of the same brands that I am, or they have this number of followers. Right. And you could have no idea what they're making That's because right. there's no, um, 
I, there, it's the not word black that and that white. I'm, it's I know evading what me what I'm talking yes. of, trying to think There's of. There's no like a uh, guide, basically. There's nothing that says if you're doing this, this, and this, you're going to make this. If, if you're doing this, this, and this, you're going to make yeah, this. Yeah, there the compensation lacks structure. It's very there is no fluid, structure. right? Yeah. But so Spencer has. We did have people respond that are bloggers, and Spencer wrote down the analytics what they shared with us and again it just depends on you and the general rule, rule of thumb is what a thousand uh dollars per every ten thousand but that's not I thought it was a hundred a hundred dollars it's a thousand dollars per every ten thousand for someone message it to us so actually several people message us the general rule was like a thousand bucks for every ten it's in our dm somewhere i'll find it while you're doing this but that's also not always the case. Oh, somebody did message us too and say, um, it's on Glassdoor and you can look that up. And it they said the same thing. They said the 10000 But It's true. Yeah. So the of course, we did put a box up when the money conversation started on stories where people could submit their salaries. And of course, you have people that don't know how to read and follow the rules submitting their two cents about how it's rude to ask and blah, blah, blah. Would I walk up to just anybody and be like, Hey, tell me what you make. No, I'm not going to do that. But Mm -hmm. here's the thing that people are understanding. And this is from, this is a, a message to the followers and to the bibs. We are happy to serve as an anonymous source of salary information. I think that like we have to have conversations around money Mm -hmm. to an extent to understand your value. Right. If you don't have any like base point mm-hmm. of what other people are making with X number of followers, blah, blah, blah. And obviously what you put into it is going to make a huge difference as to how much you're making. Yeah. But there's, you need a guideline. That's the thing. It's to all understand about, your value. Yes. And sorry, it's not a thousand dollars per every 10,000 followers. It was a thousand dollars per every thousand followers with one to two engagement rate. That was kind of a thousand followers for every thousand followers. A thousand dollars per every thousand followers is the starting range. That is way too high. I think. Yes. I don't know. Now I'm confused. No, somebody said that's from a bib. Somebody sent this to us a while ago. And I I remember that. I'm pretty sure it was a hundred dollars for every 10,000 followers. Yeah, that that does sound rightish, but I feel like it's different now, probably based totally on the market. Different. That was when that was referring to static posts, but there are static posts, there are reels, there are stories, there's right. TikToks, there's so, well, there's so many, many ways to yeah, get paid. Exactly. But also the reason that people are curious, and someone did say this in one of our question boxes, and she's exactly right. No, you wouldn't ask your dentist or your doctor or whatever, but they're also not storing in different places every other week and living a very lavish lifestyle with brand new Louis Vuitton. It is. And it's, there's no shade like being thrown that way. It's just people want to know because it seems so lavish, so much. It's such a big scale of what people are doing and people are able to quit their jobs. Their husbands are quitting their jobs. Their life is so vastly different than 
if they were a dentist or if mm-hmm. they were a doctor. And that's why people want to know. It's not because they want to know because they're being assholes. It's very intriguing. It's so crazy to hear what these girls are making and they're supporting you. For probably 75% of people who are asking the money questions, it's genuine curiosity. Then you probably have 25% of people that are just nosy fucks or they're yes. like feeling resentful that they work 40 hours and make, you know, 45,000 a year or whatever the case may be. Like, yeah, we get it. But I don't think sharing what you're making or sharing your rates is necessarily a bad thing. But I also understand, I, I see it from both sides. We've all had struggles with our skin and that's why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. At Apostrophe, a board-certified dermatologist will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Love that because my skin is a real disaster. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies, love those, and a board-certified dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe. We all have skincare goals, right? Like sometimes it's you have a big event coming up and you want to just look your best. Yep. And sometimes it is your skin has decided to shit the bed and you need to fix that. Absolutely. Apostrophe is here to help you with all of that. And we have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash swiping up when you use our code swiping up. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash swiping up and click begin visit. Then use our code swiping up at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash swiping up and use that code swiping up to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank apostrophes for... You guys, I almost made it through. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Anyways, we did get a few submissions. So, and it's really interesting. And it definitely proves our point of knowing your value. Right. And especially for the bibs to know what other bibs are charging in the same industry, doing the same types of things. If you can watch someone, we've had bibs say that they look at other bibs to know kind of where their baseline is at for certain things because they don't know. Yep. So we had, so, okay. So five bibs submitted, um, their numbers. So we have a follower with 41.8 thousand followers on Instagram and uh, she's on other platforms. So she's got 100,000 followers total. And she makes 60K a year. So that's 41.8 on Instagram, 100K total. She makes 60K. Then we had another influencer who has 42,000 followers. So almost the same number of followers on Instagram, but actually less total followers. But she makes 200,000 a year. That's $140,000 difference with the actually less followers. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yes. It, but, oh my God, this is going to be such an exhausting conversation. And we do this to ourselves. Like I, I know. know that. And also, oh my God, don't at me for the numbers. Like I'm not great at numbers. 
And I was just reading. And of course, now I can't. We have so many DMs right now. I don't know if we can find it and share it on stories. So I don't even know. Don't come to me for selling your PR because I don't freaking know. I'm going to get you $1,000 for every 1,000 followers. Because now that I regurgitated that, it does sound high. But she's swiping up's controller, by the way. Right. I love that I handle our money. I promise I'm good from our business standpoint. I just don't know y'all's <laughs> business standpoint, obviously. Um, and now I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, there's so many factors that go into it, whether it's engagement, For sure. stories. Do you want a reel? Do you want this? Do you want that? And someone did message us within the last two weeks, ironically, just about money. And they said it had been leaked that a really large blogger was getting a million dollars from like stories like a, a brand yeah I know what you're talking yeah about. and they were getting a million dollars from a specific brand to do their story and stuff which is just saying just the one that brand one. right which is pretty crazy if you think about working with you know five six seven eight brands and we have heard this particular bib makes six ish million that was like what two or three years ago she was <laughs> so I think she was right around a million at that yeah. time and so a million followers, you mean? A million meant, followers. Yeah, yeah. I was talking money. Like no, I know, but I'm saying oh. like at the time that we had heard that, oh, right, that right, right, like right. six million. Yeah, she was right around a million. Yes, followers. and she's she's one of the younger bibs, under mm-hmm. thirty bibs, and there's just so much because we have talked about this before. You can have twenty five thousand followers, and you can have two hundred fifty thousand followers. Your influence may not be the same. Your influence at twenty five k might be way more like. Um, influential like people might buy everything you're swiping up on and maybe like one percent you know because obviously your numbers are different and all of that and some people just are more influential Mm -hmm. and they have a greater like some people have like cult followings we've talked about it and so yes there are a lot of things that go into it from that perspective but it is insane when you break down the numbers like that because Mm -hmm. me if if I were making it, say you and I, and we're doing the same things for the most part, you know, give or take a story here, give or take a reels there. I would think we'd be around the same amount of salary range, you know, like I would think, okay, well, we've got the same amount of followers. We do the same amount of storying, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If I found out you made $200,000 more than me, honey, I'm going to someone's ass. Oh yeah. I'm raging. Right. I'm going to be in the bank. I'm going to be adding zeros. But then it's, but then it's a conversation of, okay, am I under am I underselling myself right or is somebody a really good negotiator right because I don't hate you for that either right <laughs> what is it am yeah. I actually getting what I should be getting right. and this other person's just getting more because they negotiated better than me yeah. they've got better management whatever the case may be but, yeah so okay so we've got those two salaries the next one is um a blogger who works she she added this part she said she works about 25 hours a week and she has 95, basically 96,000 Instagram followers, and she makes 150K. So again, we have somebody with 42,000 Instagram followers making 200K, and then somebody with 96 making 150. Now, that 42K person might be working full-time. We don't know that. We'll follow up. Yeah. Then we have a influencer that has... 142,000 on Instagram and she makes 150k. And she's been doing this 6 years, she added that. Okay. So, we've got two people making 150k, one has 142,000 right. Instagram followers, the other one has 96. Yeah. And suppose, you know, that six-figure follower count, yeah. that's supposed to be a big lift for you. 
And then the last one that we have is a blogger with 234,000 Instagram followers, and she makes 350,000 a year on average. Yeah. So, and she's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, people can get mad, and like we had some really spicy DMs coming in. Like, why would you ask that? Or why do people want to know? Why do people care? Yeah. Why do people care? There was a lot of like, uh, why do y'all. People care because they're curious. It's just when when someone's living that type of lifestyle, like I want to know. Like I'm, I'm curious. Call me nosy Rosie. But or I'm also like an analytical person. Like yeah. I'm looking at these numbers and I'm like, okay, so this person is basically making three, you know, three thousand dollars per follower. This mm-hmm. person's making one, one or one three dollars per follower. Rather, this person's making one dollar per right. follower. Like, like why? Right. Yeah. Like those are the like. Yeah. My analytical brain yeah. wants to look at those numbers and dig yeah. into that. And so, it's fascinating. It I is think fascinating. if you're not curious, you're lying. Yeah. Because you think it's like it's the point. You're just trying to make the point of like you don't ask your friends. No, I'm not going to sit around the dinner table right. at Olive Garden and be <laughs> like, "Hey, what did you make last year?" No, because I already know if my friend is a dentist or a doc. I don't know why I keep saying dentist. I don't know if my friend really obsessed with dentist. It's because you're obsessed. Tooth. Well, it's because I'm going to the dentist next week. So that's just what I'm thinking about. Um, But yeah, it's like, I don't ask them because you kind of generally know when you're going to college, people think, okay, if I'm going to be a teacher, I know I'm not going to make that much, but I'm really passionate about it. I'm going to do it anyway. No one's jumping down their damn throat. Like it's okay. Some people pick an industry that they know they're going to do really well in, whether it's IT. A lot of people go into IT. Well, I'm pretty sure like if you're a teacher, I mean, you're underpaid, but But I think those salaries are all public. They are public. public school. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of government jobs are public. Um, And I have literally come through our DMs and we have like 96 in the request thing. And I don't even know where I saw the numbers. We had several messages last night. So if you are listening to this and you messaged (laughs) us um, what people get paid, please message us back. Yeah. Because I cannot find it. And there was several. I thought I had screenshotted them, but I only screenshotted the thousand and a thousand one but we did have some people that they weren't giving us total salaries or like you know what they were slated to make this year but they came in with just like little tidbits so you know one influencer she's just under 300k now she left her job she was making 95,000 at Mm -hmm. her like nine to five yeah and she left that Yep. Because she was making much more than that. We had another influencer. I want to say she's, I want to say she's around 150, give or take. I might be remembering incorrectly. But she said um, she was making a, like whatever her nine to five was. Mm-hmm. Her first year where she went full-time blogging, she made six times right her yeah. nine to five salary that she did blogging. So it's, it is really all about what you put into yeah. it because I'm sure that when they're leaving their full-time jobs you got to figure there's that like insecurity of yeah. did I make it like you got to justify all of it all the financials it's because- like people that work on commission only jobs mm-hmm. you you eat what you kill right yeah. so it's all about work e- work ethic and you but- start over every month mm. that's why sales jobs are really hard and I think it's something to be said about there are bloggers and there are influencers and, and people make, and I've read this multiple places and I can verify. Um, if you have a blog, your blog posts typically make more 
from a blog post than you would like on a brand deal on Instagram. Now, again, yes, if you have, you know, 5 million followers, you're probably going to make, you have a very big social presence that's going to have a high engagement rate. You're probably going to make a good amount, but blogs, people tend if to If you have good traffic, yeah, yeah, good traffic. I think that's, the blogs are, I'm not going to say they're outdated because I feel like more people now are starting blogs yes. that they're not really using. It's a backup. It's just it's a, a, backup. It's a net. It's a safety net because me and Spencer are talking about exactly. how Instagram changes constantly and it it's not changing for the better. And I was telling Spencer, I saw yesterday on Jen Reed's stories that people were messaging her screenshots of like her feed posts weren't showing up for some people. Like Instagram is hiding feed posts when she was trying to do a giveaway and she was like, like all my four um, Nashville posts and people weren't able to see those. That shit's like, so crazy. It's so shady on Instagram's part. Like, why are you doing that? So it's like, you almost have to have a blog to- To America's get- sweetheart. <laughs> right. <laughs> what did Jen do to you? Nothing. You, pr- I guarantee you people at Instagram have swiped up on something she's done. For, for sure. Sold, you know. Um, but we also have a website as well. And we do see our <laughs> subscribers come through. And we're going to be doing newsletters. Um, we've said that for two months. But we're actually going to do them. <laughs> <laughs> we oh also like to uh, overpromise. We do. But you know what? It's we're going to. Real problem. We're turning a new float. We're going to turn a new float this we're summer trying. and we are going to start doing, we're going to do more. We're going to, we're going to be more and we're going to do more, hopefully. And next week we're going to talk to some female entrepreneurs and kind of talk about that just to kind of put in perspective, like all the hard work that goes into starting a business and just all the things in between. And yeah. We have some, and not just bibs. No, we were other, talk, other businesses. Yeah. We're going to talk about, you know, swiping up. We're going to talk about my business and all, you know, just it's a lot. All you fuckers that say we're not women who support women can. We no, we haven't really gotten that in a long time. No, we have we, not. We are at such a good place with we we love it. We we vibing. Somebody left a comment or they should no, it was oh my gosh, why can't I think of her name? Maddie. I can't think of what her handle is. But she no, I got I know who it. you're talking about, the dark haired girl. Yes, she's why so can't I cute. think of what her handle what is? What is her name? Um, but it was really sweet. I know what you're gonna say. She made a story post, right? That's the one you're talking about? Yes. She made a story post and by Nicole Maddie. Yes. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. So and we talked about her when she had like a couple thousand followers, and she's already up to twelve thousand. I mean, her yeah. content is chef's kiss. Yes. But she shared us after the Dallas show. And she said that we were like a sorority where anybody that wanted to be a part of it could. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes me yeah, so happy. Yeah. Because that's exactly how I feel about like all of you guys who listen every week and the, the good natured people that follow us on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, we are like a sisterhood. Yeah. I no, love it's, that. It, it's definitely a sisterhood. And we love like meeting new people and like learning about their businesses and like sketchy Mandy. We love people like that, that we can incorporate into swiping up. And like, she drew our like artwork for our tour stuff and Which just literal perfection. I know I, that is so cool. Like to meet people like that. And like all of us use the resources within right here. People talk about how supporting businesses is so clutch right now like mm-hmm. you need that and that's the cool thing about it which we're also going to post on stories later this week we're actually going to be looking for a couple different um we need some help we need some help 
We're going to be looking for somebody to help us out. If we we're going to continue over promising, we need some help. We need some help to help yeah. us not over promise and start delivering. Yes. That's what we need. So that's next week's episode. So really excited about that. Um, and I think we're going to do swipe ups this week. Who are <laughs> we? See, I told you we were going to start really delivering. Yeah. Mm. So this swipe up I have, uh, I have promised on the sake of promises, uh, the, our management team that came oh, to Dallas. Yes, I know what this is going to be. It's going to be a good one. That I would make this my swipe up. You have to. They, they actually threatened me and said that <laughs> if I didn't make it my swipe up, uh, they were going to be mad. Okay. So it is the Bali Body Instant Tan. And I'm going to You have to do it with demo brush, it though. Yeah. on stories. So yeah. yes, I have a very dense... Bali Body has a brush. However, that brush is $24. My brush was like $7 because it's Elf. But this instant tan, when I tell you, it is the most beautiful application. It's so even. It's such it's an even easy, coverage. Beautiful color, like yeah. not orangey at all. I mean, we all have different skin tones. Yeah. And I, everybody used this at some point when mm -hmm. we were in Dallas. And it looked amazing on everybody so spencer had me do her back and i was like oh gosh because i just didn't know what to expect so i started spraying it and used that brush that she had i was like oh my gosh it goes on literally like a spray tan i mean think it's about crazy. your most perfect spray tan that and yeah. that is what you get in a can yeah that's me running to swipe and it lasted, up on it. let me tell you the night of the dallas show i was sweating like a whore in church and it stayed we were partying our ass off. There was no rub off on any of my clothes from yeah. any day. I wore it multiple days. It was hot as hell in Dallas. So I yeah. literally did not come off on any of my clothes. You could put clothes on 60 seconds after you apply it. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. You all need to buy it. So I'll be linking that uh, tonight. Praise and the I'm Lord. I'm going to do a demo. Yes. So, okay. Well, mine is also a tanning thing, but mine is the lotion. And I went to Ulta this morning and I rebought it. I couldn't find it. It's the um, St. Tropez Watermelon Gradual Tanner. It's the lotion. And I'm getting okay. really low. And I couldn't find it for a long time because it used to look like a watermelon on the thing. Well, they've rebranded it. Oh, I'm assuming so it just it's looks the same different. thing. <laughs> yes. They didn't have it in Ulta when I went about a month ago. And so I went this morning and they did have it. And it's just different packaging. I'm guessing it's the same thing. I'm hoping it's the same thing. But it's so perfect. It gives like a gradual tan. Like I usually put it on at night and it's very moisturizing. And it doesn't overly smell like tanner. Um I'm obsessed. I use it in the summertime too, like on top of my tan, because it's not so much of a tan that it looks like overdone where you're like already getting your Right. It's not a, like a self tanner product. No, it just right. gives a little extra something. Yes. And it's also got a firming agent in it. Whether it firms, I'm not sure. It <laughs> doesn't really firm me, but I might be a lost cause at this point, but I love it. I think it's like 30 bucks and it has lasted me for a long, like, I don't even know when they stop making the old packaging because I still have the old packaging. So, and it hasn't expired, nice. still works. So there you go. I don't That's know when it, need. yeah, I don't know how long I've had it, but it lasts a long time. Awesome. Well, maybe I'll try that too. You should try that too. Like y'all are going to be tan this show. Welcome to summer. Perfect yeah. swipe ups <laughs> for the summer. To summer. Get your pasty ass a tan. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you as always for tuning in and listening. Uh, Please rate us five stars on iTunes, subscribe, uh, leave some words of affirmation. We love that so much. Uh, we have our Patreon. We've got some exciting episodes coming up on that for y'all. And uh, 
To do that, you go to patreon.com slash swiping up. Sign up at the Miller's tier for bonus episodes. We got a lot of things in the works, so we, uh, we'll just talk to you later. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bye. Bye.